Hey, welcome to Movie Toast News and Reviews, everyone. This is Movie Toaster Adam here, and we have quite a crazy type of episode for you today. So unfortunately, Dennis was unable to record this week, and I started a new job last Monday and a new uh, movie production office, and it's been kind of crazy, my schedule. And so I didn't really get a chance to record a review, and I didn't want to give you a solo review. So many reasons I could give you, but... Pretty much what I'm going to tell you is if you've been with the show for a while, today's going to be a gift. It's going to be a blast from the past. If you're new to the show, well, I'll, I'll tell you, we've had a couple incarnations. There was four hosts, then there was three hosts, and there was four hosts, then there was two hosts. Um, but we're going to kind of give you a taste of our second generation of the show. Uh, pretty much there used to be movie toasters, Corey, Tommy, Dennis, and myself. And this is a lost episode that nobody's ever heard. Uh, over the pandemic, we've recorded a lot of episodes. And for one reason or another, they never came out. And figured now would be a great time to try uh, throwing that out there and letting the world hear what we uh, recorded. Now, just to let you know, our audio might be a little bit different from what you're used to. Dennis sounds like he's calling in on a radio show. I sound a little tin canny. Uh, and the other guys sound pretty good. Let us know if you like this, and maybe we'll do another one sometime. But with no further ado, let's get into the show. It's the Movie Toast, the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Toast podcast. I'll be your Gene Simmons this evening. I'm here with my three co-hosts. What are the names of the people in Kiss? I'm here with my Paul Stanley, Adam. I don't know which one he was, but uh, I got a big tongue and I can uh, lick things like venom. I'm that here with my Eric Singer, Tommy. Yo, 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 what's up? And Tommy Thayer, Dennis. I I don't know which one that is. Yeah, I didn't know that one. Anyway. <laughs> I, I Why didn't you give me it. Tommy Thayer? Yeah, that one would have made sense. Where's uh, yeah? Cry your heart out. And this is our review <laughs> episode. This is our review episode, and uh, Adam, why don't you start us off on this spoiler-filled conversation? All right, guys, I'm going to jump in here with a Hulu original movie. So if you got Hulu, you can watch it, or you can't watch it. It's up to you. You don't have to. Uh, I watched uh, Big Time Adolescence, uh, the Pete Davidson movie. Uh, I know a lot of people might not be fans of him, or they might be fans of him. I'm, I'm neutral on the guy. I, I don't hate him. I don't love him. But I watched this movie anyways. So uh, pretty much Pete Davidson was dating this girl, and they were dating throughout high school, and they break up. Well, they would always go on dates and little things here and there. The girl's little brother would join them on dates and hang out, and they're, they're like good friends. And then once the breakup happens, the boy, the young boy, becomes best friends with Pete Davidson and it picks up a few years later and like the boys in high school, Pete Davidson is just floundering through life. Boys going out, he's partying with them. He's having fun. And there's like a laugh a minute, literally a laugh a minute in this movie, which is weird and hard to believe. But, uh, so it gets to the point where this boy finally gets to go to a party because he has Pete Davidson who has drugs and stuff. So he's like, oh, I can bring some drugs to the party. Well, someone convinces him to bring drugs to a party. So he gets to go to like a senior party when he's like a freshman or whatnot. So he became known as the guy who can supply like drugs and alcohol and all that stuff to the party. So he keeps going, starts a relationship with a young lady, his own age. His parents are kind of like, 
why are you hanging out with them? They, they're not like, fuck you, you shouldn't be hanging out with them. They're like, he's kind of a bad influence, but it's good to see you have a friend. And uh, John Cryer's in it, and he's in Lex Luthor mode. Like, it's weird to see John <laughs> Cryer bald and not play, like, a snivy little, like, guy from Two and a Half Men. Like, he, he puts in a pretty solid performance here. Uh, I don't really know where to go with this, but <laughs> if you have Hulu, I say it's a green light. It's fucking hilarious. It's a quick watch. It's maybe, like, an hour and a half, give or take. But it's just fun to see what happens. And uh, I forgot to tell you guys, the movie begins with the boy sitting in class and then cops show up to the class and have to escort him out. And you're like, how did that happen? And then we see how it happens. This is a fiction, yes? I, yes, yes. This is oh. not the, this is not the uh, King of Staten Island, which is a movie based on Pete Davidson's uh, life, which was written and produced and I think directed by Judd Apatow, but that's not So is I, I'm kind of curious. If someone were, say, maybe not a fan of Pete Davidson, is it still worth watching? Or do you gotta... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I said I wasn't really a fan of him, but he does have, like, this... The thing that's that's weird here, it feels like it's probably just him being him. Because, like, literally shit happens to him. And he's just like, cool. Alright, cool. Let's hang out. Let's... Like, he, he's kind of like the human equivalent of a puppy dog. Like, nothing, like, gets him down. He's always up. He's always upbeat. He has a joke coming. Honestly, I think I think even if you don't like Pete Davidson, it's you can get past that. He is a big part of the movie, but I feel like I feel like it won't deter you very much if you hate him. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. And, I have some uh, trivia for it. Oh, you do? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell us about there trivia. are some stink there are some stinkers in here, but Stinkers! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this was this any. is Pete Davidson's first starring role. He's been in other movies, but this is his first starring role. Uh, in an early stand-up comedy routine of Pete Davidson, he said that he was told he looked like John Cryer, and then he would end the joke by saying that was not a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's working with him in a movie. Uh, that must have been interesting. And then, oh, Thomas Barbusco sure. is in, in the movie. His on-screen sister uh, is actually his real life sister oh wow that's kind of crazy yeah. um and then this was the interesting one or the one i found most interesting uh so d- despite return or er, returning his hair to its natural brown after filming the movie pete davidson's bleach blonde hair remained in the opening credits of saturday night live for multiple seasons because uh those were all filmed while he was working on this movie so if you ever watch saturday night live and you're like oh pete davidson bleached his hair it was because of the movie see that's the weird thing like i couldn't tell him like does he normally have bleach hair because the movie begins with him with regular hair and then later on we see him with the bleach hair and i'm like i don't know what his regular hair looks like so that's kind of interesting and then the production I guess they shot at a school, a middle school. Yeah, yeah, there's some school action. So the school was called, this is a weird name. It's called Zog, Z-O-G-G, Zog Middle School in Liverpool, New York, which is a suburb of Syracuse. And Zog Middle School used to be known as Liverpool High School until it moved to its current location. I want to know the origins of the name Zog. Yeah, right? Where did that come from? I don't know. We'll have to look it up. We'll get back to you guys. <laughs> Enthralling stuff. Dennis, what did you see this week? <laughs> All right. God. <laughs> um, I actually watched a, a film that probably all of us are already a fan of, but it was good to get a refresher. Jurassic Park was a uh, movie viewed this week. It had been a while since I've actually watched the whole thing and dusted off the old Blu-ray copy and gave that another viewing then again like always I mean it's a it's an American modern cinematic classic like it's yes. that is going to go down as just yeah 
a, a permanent film in everyone's collection, everyone, you know, and a great example of what the blending of these different technologies and filming styles can be and just, I mean, come on, what else is there to say? Um, probably <laughs> in the top 20 of all time recognizable theme songs. Ever. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. One of, was that, you know, more John Williams right there. Uh, it's in one of my top five favorite movies of all time. Like, maybe, so. maybe close to one, but that, don't tell um, anybody. When he when he explains how the velociraptors would hunt, you know the uh, yeah. where you're paying attention yep. to the one in front. I use that term when I'm playing video games all the time. Uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm like I'm staring at an enemy and then I get killed from the side. I'm like, damn, he just velociraptored me. <laughs> <laughs> it's called getting ear hold. Ear hold is that what yeah. it is? Oh, all right. No, I'm just. Uh, I was gonna say that's a weird <laughs> terminology. No, uh, actually, I was about to say that's that is a thing in football. You did just. Oh, is it? Uh, hey guys, 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 guys! We're not sports talk. Right? Oh my goodness! There sports goes. Goes. I will say this though: this was my first introduction to Jeff Goldblum because uh, it came out in '93. I was nine years old. <laughs> Very nice. I, I, I can see that. What do you you want to tell us what happens in Jurassic Park, Dennis? For those of us so, who um, don't know. Yeah. So there's this girl. She loses her memory in Hawaii. And Adam Sandler is trying to help her remember how much she actually loves him. Okay. No. <laughs> how um, many dates what? do they go on in that one? 175. Oh, man. Wow. That's more than 51. It's, it's the second and a half sequel. <laughs> oh, beautiful stuff. A goes, Alan. You had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, out of all seriousness, um, where's Christopher Pratt? Uh, is he? Uh, oh no, you didn't! <laughs> Gross. I'm not even gonna acknowledge that. Disgusting! That not even gonna. That's why it's Corey's favorite, like top five. Yeah, Chris Star Lord's in it. Yeah, Chris, Chris so, Pratt. So, yeah. What? He's a big fan of Anna Faris, so he really has oh. to support her husband, ex-husband. <laughs> Anything even remotely closely related to Anna Ferris is going to get praise. No, it's How so are we even talking about it anymore. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a great question. He was talking about House Bunny. So, Dennis, what he is? Oh, I've never seen House Bunny. Oh, well, there you go. in it. It's great. And, yeah. and, you know, I thought we were talking about Jurassic Park, but oh yeah, know. yeah, 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 yeah. So What's that movie. Oh, we were still on the reference train. See, that's what it, happens, kids. You don't have one of the cars on the reference train. You just <laughs> You're getting left at the station, my friend. Oh, <laughs> but no you don't see House you. Bunny, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Chain broke. Sorry, guys. But um, train yeah. has left the station. What do you think, Dennis? It's a. Uh, is it? You should go see the movie, or? Oh well, of course, and that's one of the cool things is given the previous sta- previous status of our rating system. This is a movie that, depending on what part of the country you're living in, you actually still can go to fucking theaters to see. <laughs> And that that alone is it. It says a lot. How many movies can actually keep returning, and they're uh, keep returning to the big screen, and they're always going to maintain that presence. I mean, as I'm getting older, sure, you start to notice like the CG elements added in, but but it still is like better than half the shit you get today. It's better than Jurassic World per se. Oh Um, yeah, the 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 story and the actor's performance is infinitely better. You're believing their terror it's not feeling so cliche the music is better you have to realize you can't it's not a movie you can poke holes in because holy shit they're everywhere but <laughs> <laughs> gonna make some babies with those holes and it's That's... got newman 
Oh, dude, Wayne Knight is my favorite yeah. part. He's the one who sets the whole movie in motion. Yep. You, yeah. you take away, you take away Nedry, and there is no movie. And what's his first name? Dennis. Uh, Dennis. Thank you. Uh, yep. <laughs> hold on, your butts, everybody. Whoa. Dotson. Dotson. We got Dotson here. See, nobody cares. <laughs> that's a that's a, a ongoing. <laughs> I, what? I went to Universal Studios in 2017 for the 25 year anniversary of this movie. Whoa. They showed the movie, and then they showed a trailer for Dark Fate or whatever the fifth Jurassic World was. Not impressive. Mm-hmm. But they showed the movie, the original Jurassic World uh, Park. Oh my god. <laughs> Jurassic Park, Adam, edit that out. I did not just flub that. <laughs> they showed Jurassic Park in the theater, Dennis, to your point. Oh, I think, I think and my mic oh, was yeah. Gone. You got to ride the Jurassic Park ride in the dark, and there was a bunch Ooh. of um, people who worked on the original Jurassic Park wow. speaking about it. Nice. And they talked about why the CG on the dinosaurs was better in the first one than on any of the other ones is because um they brought in animal. Well, first off, they didn't the CG was new at the time, and so they didn't know how far to go to make it look realistic. So they just went all the way up until they had to release the movie, and they were just <laughs> the same seven minutes of computer generated dinosaur forever. The other reason they look so real is because the dinosaurs they brought in animal experts and they the dinosaurs move realistically so they're slower and l- like lumbering and it's not like the animals don't move unrealistically fast which is what happens in basically all the other ones mm-hmm. yeah and why your brain picks up on the fact that there's something not so right about this it's like there's a sense of they have a real bone structure the jo- you know the way the joints move and exactly oh, yeah. like you said the the weight there's a sway and yeah, it's that I feel like a part of that blend of animatronic and CG together is really what helps sell. I love practical effects. That always I yeah. convinces the the brain a little better when they're you take the time to do them right, you know. Yeah, there's this one shot where the T-Rex is looking in the top roof of a car and then uh the back <laughs> car and then it walks to the the front car at the paddock scene. If you haven't seen this movie, go watch it that's looking down into the car as a practical head of a T-Rex. And then Steven Spielberg uses the blind spot of the car, you know, where the side view mirror is uh as a place to cut between the practical Tyrannosaurus Rex and the CG one, then walks from the back car to the front car to attack it because the kids Whoa, are shining a light. That's that. fucking smart. <laughs> yeah, so it's a lot of talented people over. And can we say the locations that they used? They weren't CG. They were actually oh I felt like I was at this island and yeah. even when we're in the control room it's like you had the sense of danger and no control. No, yeah. Absolutely. You mean in Jurassic World there really isn't a very long field where you can take your ball car and like <laughs> run it off the edge into the ocean with only after you listen to jimmy fallon talk to you does that happen oh in that God. movie yeah, yeah yeah you know how you got like the tram rides at universal they yeah. had jimmy fallon being like oh welcome to the pods they're meant to do this this and the oh joke 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 <laughs> oh my gosh that was a dead-on jimmy fallon impersonation i forgot you don't know who he happened. is you're not gonna listen so here's another thing too um when i was at my film school that most of us went to uh the um i didn't (laughs) well anyways (laughs) i wasn't gonna say that but um no the the for any aspiring directors there's a video on youtube you can watch of steven spielberg setting up a shot in jurassic park and it's the one where they're out in front 
of the park and they're getting ready to go into the cars to go on the tour and you can watch behind the scenes of him and basically how he on the spot well i don't know if it was on the spot or not but it's just basically how he set like where he wants the camera and you see him use like this like i want it like this and we're going to go around here and you see him directing the the child stars in the movie and it's just it's something to watch if you've never seen a director working or if you have and you want to see the best of the best like that video is awesome nice it's really nice. cool to see how he set it all up well dennis it's your movie you got anything to say about it before we wrap it up um i mean it's one of these i'm, I'm sure most of our listeners have watched at this point if you're one of the few that haven't please 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 move that up your priority list and get to it. Jurassic Park is going to be one of those that sticks around for our entire lives. Yes, sir. Uh, I guess I'll go because I don't want to go last at him. You know, it's kind of, tri- I, I, I think he, he, he's skimming over that cause he gave us some trivia, but let's, all right. let's, let's let the boy have some trivia fun. Okay, no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tommy, please. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. I already got face it. With that I, already, of I already clicked away from, I already clicked away from the trivia. Okay. Well, if we're not going to get the trivia, then cut that, that thing I set out, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm going to go because I don't want to go last and be the host. If that makes sense, Adam. <laughs> I got you. So you get to go last. We'll save the best for last. You okay with that? Adam already went. The best for last would be me. <laughs> How do you know I'm not going to tell a second movie? <laughs> oh. Didn't. Oh, you're I right. started the thing off. I'm fucking wrong. Sorry. I'm I like, why my, is he talking to me? This I have my weird. list from the last episode. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go, Tommy, if you <laughs> Jesus. What a disaster. Um I saw Don't I saw talk a... about the divorce of Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt like that. They they both have fiancés and new new wives. It's all good. You don't gotta get off the ledge. Uh that's not I'm not talking about that. But Adam, you have fun editing this. Um Death Stalker is the movie I saw. Nobody. Death Stalker. Nah. Okay, I w- didn't know anything about this movie, um, but I only watched it for the poster because it's got that 1990s, really high detail 2D animation you can see on maybe like old magic cards or like oh yeah heavy metal albums. Nice. Um, okay. From the 80s, and this movie's from 1983. It's oh my god, where do I even begin about this? It's it's a famously bad movie. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mystery Science Theater did did a piece on this, um, and the Red Letter Media guys did a best of the worst on this movie. So I didn't know anything about this movie. I didn't know any of that about this movie when I went in. I simply saw the art on Amazon Prime, and it was free to watch, and I was just okay. I got an hour to kill. I guess it's an hour and 20 minutes, but you know, this doesn't even hit the 97 minute mark. And I didn't, I just watched it for the art and cause it was free. And this movie came out the year after Conan, the barbarian, the Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was going to say this. That's exactly what this looks like. This is a total ripoff B movie, (laughs) but, but it's amazing because so B movie, every, every other frame has a pair of tits in it. Every line is just (laughs) ham handed. The acting is horrible. There's only like two locations, <laughs> but it is so good in other aspects. Just the <laughs> amount of craftsmanship and care and set design. It's it's almost as if this was really, really bad in 1983, but really, really good in 2020 because everything <laughs> would just be CG now and it'd be dog crap. And they use like 
real like this lady turns a guy into a snake and she throws a snake on him and he turns into a snake <laughs> and it's, it's basically she's a witch and it's just done with makeup and camera angles and cutting and you, everyone should go watch this movie what's the movie about it's just a conan the barbarian ripoff oh, okay it's just, so it doesn't even try like making it it's just, its own thing it's a guy named death stalker and uh he has to collect like three a uh, sword an amulet and a a shield and then go defeat the dark prince i mean the the script is one of the worst chalice. parts about this oh the chalice yeah chalice the, i've seen um, it too no i'm just kidding <laughs> the uh the acting and the storyline are the two weakest parts of this i feel oh, like if they had man. given the script maybe a couple more passes and just polished up the acting this movie would be really good but, you know, it's just like every other frame of titty because, like, it's just everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. There's just like... Wait, wait, wait. wait. The writer? is One of the movies he's known for writing is called Saturday the 14th. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's on Amazon Prime, too. Someone was just talking about that the other day. So they this is, this is a minutes. B movie and people who went after this to go make more oh B movies. Oh, my God. No one in this movie I checked has acted after the year of 2002 and no one became like big or none of the the writers, directors or anything. Uh, hello, one- Saturday the 14th? What? That's <laughs> as big as it gets. But I I just, it's going to be bad, but you should watch this movie. I don't know how to describe that. You got me, clear. man. You got no. me. Yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. the type of bad shit I love to I love to watch, man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Tommy, I'm going to take the trivia on this. Okay. One. Yeah, you have to. There's okay. there's some good ones and there's some stinkers. Go ahead. Stinkers. Well, I'm going to tell you the interesting. The one I found interesting is that the main love interest of this movie, this like tall, sexy blonde lady that goes out with Deathstalker to enter the tournament together. Uh, spoiler: She eventually gets killed, and then. Would that be Lana Clarkson? It is. It is Lana Clarkson. And I don't know if you know anything about this, but when I was searching for these people's careers after this movie, Lana Clarkson was the actress that was murdered by, oh my God, what's his name? Maggie Simpson? Phil Spector. (laughs) Oh. Oh, shit. So the Phil Spector murder about 10, 11 years ago that was famous where he's that record producer guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the love interest of this movie from 1983, he murdered her in 2002, Shit. and he went to jail in 2009 from nine years to life, and he's never getting out. But that was wow. kind of a famous murder case. Oh, Watched yeah. this whole movie, had no idea who that was. Damn. And then I was like, oh, the Phil Spector case? So that was an interesting piece of trivia. Mm. A sad one. You got a, you got a happy one, Tommy? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, well, it happy one the dvd box art that you were talking about the one that actually got you interested mm-hmm. in the movie in the first place uh is the same artist who did the dvd box art for national lampoon's european vacation oh that's a classic so if you, poster if you look yeah if you look at that you see griswold and he's he's standing with his wife's at his leg his kids are at his feet mm-hmm. and he's holding up and it's it's the same guy that did the same art wow oh okay there you go uh also um so yeah, the that, film was that, shot that, that national lampoon poster is a star wars poster right? uh-huh it's a, it's a direct <laughs> ripoff um oh, the film was shot in 37 days in the middle of summer Oof. yeah everyone in this movie is very sweaty and lana clarkson, 
Lana Clarkson actually used a real sword. Why wouldn't she? And Rick Hill wore a wig. Come on, Rick. Rick. Rick Hill's Death Stalker. He's got that long blonde. So he, he, he wore a wig. Uh, the jumping men in the opening scene were members of a local mime group. That's amazing. <laughs> and you can tell, okay, that, that shot in the beginning reveals the budget because <laughs> a guy, they'll record a guy jumping and then they'll freeze frame on a still to put up the credit. And then another guy will jump, and then they freeze frame, <laughs> and they put up the credit, and it's a total jump cut freeze frame. <laughs> it's horrible, but uh, and then apparently the last one I'm going to say the two mud wrestling girls were sisters. I don't know oh, who that was because that's, uh, that's part of the titty every frame of titty part. Whoa. All right, well they were sisters. This movie has this movie is kind of like a softcore <laughs> porno. Oh, oh, God. You sold me on a second viewing. So I could watch it on Pornhub. I don't think so, but there's I mean, four like, Deathstalker it's, movies. It's out. Wait, 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 wait. Do they all start the same people? No, I no. have not seen any of the other Deathstalkers. I'm looking up. I'm looking up the second one. The second one has John Turleski as Deathstalker. Ah, fuck. Um, but the yeah, third won. one is loading right now. I don't know why it's not. Oh, Deathstalker and the Warriors from Hell. <laughs> I like that title. John Allen Nelson plays Deathstalker in that. Sounds one. like yeah, a at a certain series. point, this becomes a cult classic, and people just start making them as like reference material. They brought Rick Hill back for Deathstalker in Deathstalker Four: Match oh, of the Titans. Thank God. When did that one come out? In like 91. Okay, so I think it's time for the movie toast to reboot this movie. Let's start a script up. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. Deathstalker the reboot. Just just call it that. <laughs> There's the four of us with no makeup or sets or props or anything just showing up. Could yeah, wait be equivalent, equivalent yeah, I mean, quality. Zoom. It, it's going to be perfect. Yeah, shoot the whole movie on, um, you know. Yeah, let me grow my facial hair back. Eight though. millimeter camera over here, and we'll just <laughs> we'll just rock our normal everyday clothes. It's I I think everyone should go watch this movie. You're not going to be nice. entertained, but you're going to be entertained. Tri- intrigued. Oh, wait, isn't it? Couldn't it be that it's so bad that it's entertaining? Yeah, it's one of those movies. Okay. So it's, we would be. It's one of the original bad B movies. That's so yeah. bad that yep. it's actually good. Remember when that started? It's one of those. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's one of the Godfathers of the. This movie sucks, but I love it. God, are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> cool. um, what can we watch it on? You can watch it on Amazon Prime for free. If yes. you're on Amazon, woo woo woo. If you want to watch it anywhere else, I didn't do that research for you. Do, it, <laughs> do it. a damn Google search. Ooh. Oh, you got me. snap. I'm a sassy bitch. Go ahead, Tommy. What did you see? All right. So my movie <laughs> is an Adam Sandler classic. Well, I don't know if it was be considered classic, but it was around the time of like all his really good movies. I say that even though all his movies are really good movies uh this one is anger management came out in 2003 probably one of my favorite of his all his movies Uh, it's got jack nicholson plays an anger management (laughs) therapist named buddy buddy rydell (laughs) (laughs) i love that and adam sandler plays a guy named dave busnick who classic sandler name he feels that he's wrongly sentenced to anger management and if you watch the movie you're like man he really doesn't have anger issues and then as you get into the movie anyone that knows adam sandler knows that he's can he can play a guy with anger issues oh perfectly mm-hmm. well that's what adam sandler's uh character was in this movie he was the guy that 
just keeps it all boiled up and and growing and then finally just explodes and then you never know what he's gonna do was marissa tomaine his love interest oh was she (laughs) yes she was nice and um so it's basically a big elaborate scheme to get to fix adam sandler's character's anger problem it's all a one giant setup and you find that out at the end of the movie that buddy rydell was contacted by adam uh, by marissa tomei uh, he sets up all these he's got all his clients and he's got judges in his back pocket like the godfather <laughs> and he's he's just sets up this huge thing to get adam sandler to come to grips with the fact that he's got anger problems you know what scene really I, all i can remember besides adam sandler freaking out and I remember a lot of that, I guess, but the one I really like the most is the one with the monks. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, what's his name? Um, uh, John C. Riley, I think. John C. Riley. Yeah. yeah. Ah, classic. So, Tommy, when you said at the very beginning of this that all of Adam Sandler's movies are good. I'm so glad you brought you... that up. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. With well, like, what about, like, Jack and Jill? Okay. So, that Stinker. Be, that That is probably i think i can say honestly the only adam sandler movie that i've never seen what are you talking about al pacino's in that i've never seen oh it. oh my god and i haven't either from I'm what i've you. heard i i think i've just been putting it off because of how bad people have told me it is and i just don't want to put myself through a really bad adam sandler movie because i just i i was i i pulled up his his uh filmography and going all the way back to billy madison it's like if you think about it, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Bulletproof, Wedding Singer, mm. Waterboy, yep. uh, Big Daddy, Little mm. Nicky. I not solid as, run, not solid a big, run. Yeah, not I, as big of a fan of Little Nicky as most people are. My brother said that's his favorite. I, of it's one of them. mine too. Uh, Mr. Deeds was probably in my top three of of favorite of his. Uh, anger management 50 first dates longest yard well that's kind of uh, ironic that dennis made that 50 first states joke earlier and, yeah, uh, yeah yeah talking sandman and then uh grow even grown-ups like a lot of people really didn't like i don't know why people it was fun like seeing them all just fucking around together. oh they looked like they yeah that's like the perfect example when someone says if you if you do what you love then you never have to work a day in your life those guys were all working but it didn't look like they were it looked like they were just... Oh, I, I have it from, like, crew members that I've worked with. They say working on an Adam Sandler movie is like summer camp. Everyone's having fun. They're having a blast. Yeah. He cuts the day early so he can spend time with his family. <clears throat> it's just like a giant love fest. And yes, Corey, even Pixels. Well, I mean, we don't need to fight about something that's in the gray area <laughs> like that. What about The Ridiculous Six? Well, I, I, I was it. just going to get into that. His Netflix movies that he's been making... I, I liked The Ridiculous Six. I mm-hmm. think Sandy Wexler was one of his funniest uh, Netflix movies that he's done. I like the character he made up or was playing in that. I like that the Movie Toast podcast has different points of view on things. Yeah. We got a lot I like of how Dennis is nonsense right. shit this whole time. I haven't seen the... Um, I, what's the one that he the did Marowitz, with... The uh, Marowitz Project? The one he did with Chris Rock. Oh, the uh, week of. I haven't seen The Week of. I Dennis. tried watching that twice. I couldn't do it. What is your opinion? I really want to know. It's, it's it's very depending on in each movie. I don't I I don't blanket love everything that happens. It's, I haven't heard Click once, and I think that's one of my oh, favorite, that's a good favorites. One. Of his Click um, was depressing. <laughs> Click was really depressing for me. Yeah. What was yeah. the one where he was? It was a serious movie. Size oh, um, there's a few of them. Spanglish. 
Punch um, Drunk Love. No, the Myrowitz stories. I don't remember. He was just it was bedtime a, stories was good too. No, it's none of those. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah. So Tommy, uh, would you recommend Anger Management? Oh, absolutely. And is Jack Nicholson good in it? Like he is in everything. <laughs> Jack Nicholson <laughs> is phenomenal, and even Woody Harrelson makes a really good cameo, kind of uh, oh, in the. God. Be like dancing, okay. dancing. Oh. oh my God! Nice. As Galaxia, and then when you see him <laughs> later on at the end of the movie, he's a, a security guard at the baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. And when he realizes that that Adam Sandler is like Galaxia, and he goes, oh, "Wait, oh shit!" Scary. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and he and then you hear him switch to the accent of as Galaxia, and he's like, "Who am I to? I can't get in the way of love." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's a really, really, really funny movie. Uh, awesome. that, I think anger man. Oh, anger anger management and um, Mr. Deeds are probably and Big Daddy. Those are my probably top three. They're good. Nice. Aside from Happy Gilmore, I mean, that's just a. The, that that if there was ever a classic Adam Sandler, I would say, like Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison are the oh two those are most classic right on the top of the mantle. All right, everybody. Well, that's good to hear. It seems like you got some different reviews and some different directions to go this week. Um, but I think that's it for us today at the Movie Toast Podcast. I've been Corey, and I'm done. Hey guys, don't forget Stay healthy. Get at us on Instagram, Twitter, Reddit. All that fun jazz at movie underscore toast. Tell us how we can improve or how great we are or how shitty we are. I don't know. Just get at us. Maybe not that last one. Just love us. <laughs> love us, please. What's what's the line, Dennis? And then we're out. Stay toasty. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs>All right, everyone. Hopefully you enjoyed that. I know I did. It was kind of cool hearing the old guys back on the show for a little bit. The dynamic's a little different. You can kind of see where the show's been, where the show's gone. And, uh, yeah, maybe we'll do it another time if we feel like the, the downloads are good on this. Please let us know at movie underscore toast on Reddit, Discord, Instagram, Twitter. Or you can let us know at Movie Toast News and Reviews on Facebook and on YouTube. So please let us know, everyone, and thanks for giving that a listen. And like always, stay toasty.